Like everybody's asking for, <laughs> everybody's asking for something. Like it's almost cool to be on team oppressed, right? Like everybody's oppressed. You know what I mean? Like, um, whether whether we're talking about black people, whether we're talking about it's it's almost like um, this going to sound weird, and I don't care how it sounds, but it's almost like um, some people look at just like with everything with with um, with art. You know, whether it's music, whether it's, you know, whatever. Um, I think that other people look at black people and say, wow, that's so cool. I know how that sounds, but wow, that's so cool. Like whether it was like, think about jazz or think about rock and roll, think about all these other things. And and it's almost like being oppressed, you know, like trauma, you know, like has become cool so much so that other people want to replicate being on Team Traumatized. Alright, cool. Cool. I think we're good. We're ready, ready? to rock. Yeah. yeah. As we're doing rights. Yeah. Is it recording? Mm-hmm. All right. I think um I think Dave Chappelle brought up uh a good place to, to start. Yeah. And he talked a lot about uh he did this in the in the other stand-ups, but the divide between different movements and communities and how it seems like there is a um like a race, like a movement race. Right. Um and I, I think I think he's right. I think that a lot of people get wrong that he's like against any particular communities or movements. And I think that was the reason he did this, was to kind of reiterate, no, that's not what I'm saying, but there is, you know, a difference. Particularly with, um, I won't even say particularly, but I do think that in any movement that there is, it was even accepted or acknowledged because of white people that were in front of it and kind of pushed it. Mm. Okay. And so like he says something about, um, about gays and about how, uh, the dude, I'm trying to, I just watched it for the first time last night and he says something about, uh, a guy who uh, called the cops on him. He's he gonna dude, fight. Yeah, he's gonna fight. He said yeah. the dude stood up. He's this big dude. Then he called the cops. And he was like, "You can't like pick and choose which you know community you're gonna right. come from right now. Right. And if you weren't white, you know, you wouldn't have called the cops. Right. Gay people are minority until they have to be white again. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and and I guess that's it though. That that there's there's some people who can um, you know, who who find a, a way to um. I don't gain an advantage by being double-minded, you yeah. know, that not everybody has. So that first question that he posed at the beginning was, can a gay person be racist? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yes. Yeah, it's two minorities, right? Right. The I am. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I <clears throat> completely agree. And it's like, you know, it, it really just brings up the um, the idea of, of privileges. And I know a lot of people have, I've, I've spoken with people who have actually like been educated on privileges and like diversity college courses. I've taken one. I've spoken with other people who have taken some. And I find a lot of people don't like that topic. Like they disagree that people have privileges or that specific people or uh, specific things aren't privileged. And like they come, they become upset about it. Uh -huh. Like, no, I don't, I don't think so. There's not, there's no privilege. Um, I've spoken with a person who didn't, think that 
she posed a very specific scenario in which um, she, a white person, walked into some kind of space or, or something and was treated differently than a person who was black. And those were the only differences. And they found it hard to believe that that would happen for just that reason. Uh-huh. <clears throat> the way I understand it is that, so there are these things called heuristics. Have you heard of that, that term? So like, yeah. you know, mental heuristics. And it's basically a, the way that your brain um, systemizes information. And it's like when you see certain things or learn about certain things, your brain is like, all right, here's all of our experiences with this thing. Here's what we already know. Here's what we think about this thing mixed with your already, you know, whatever kind of emotional state you're in. It blends up all of these things and you get this idea of how to now behave in the face of this information or event or person or whatever. Subconscious programming. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's, you know, it's completely normal. So Mm -hmm. totally normal human thing to do. And it's necessary, which is why we still do it, you know, yeah. for our own survival. Yeah. So I have no problem with, um, like, let's say, stereotypes or things like that. What comes into play that I, you know, don't like is when people behave in a way that's harmful to other humans because of that. Because it's, it's okay to have that, you know, that programming. Can't, you can't help it. But it's very much possible to take that and say, hey, I'm thinking this way. But if I act this way, this could be, you know unuseful this can be harmful mm-hmm. so so okay so let me ask you this okay um so <clears throat> people have the right still to be offended by that though you know yes i agree right people have the right to be offended by it so at what point does it become um does it become harmful what exactly you know um all of it really we could talk mm-hmm. about the way that people program to have preferences, prejudices, whatever, right? But at what point does it become harmful um, where somebody else might be offended by another person's prejudices, right? And mm-hmm. then it becomes this thing of morality. Oh, well, you morally can't, you know, be prejudiced against these people. And you actually can. Yeah. You can be prejudiced against a group of people if you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, Um but when when does it become like when when does the train go off the rails though where um people want to kill each other people want to hurt each other yeah you know i i've often wondered i mean since i was a kid at what point like what happens you know and whatever that is that happens and of course it's different for everybody i'm sure but i wish i could know the answer to this for everybody like whenever that occurrence is whenever it takes place and the moment that you decide to respond to it in a way that might bring harm to someone else, what happens okay. right in that space yeah, in between asking. the two? I've wondered the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and is that a choice? You know, I would say it is, but um, if it isn't a choice, what is it? Mm-hmm. I think it is and isn't. I think it's... um. It's hard to think about because I'm not violent and I don't, <laughs> and I don't allow my prejudices to dictate my behavior Right. because um, I do have them right. and they are subconscious and they are, um, you know, something that just comes up based off of my experiences, based off of what I've been taught. Um, so I, I think that I, I know what I'm thinking. I'm trying to I'm trying to find the words for it right yeah. now. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. This this okay. I'm going to use uh, an analogy with children, uh-huh. and I tend to do it makes it easier for me to understand, and because I taught them. So let's say there's there's two four year olds, and one of them has a um a particular toy that the other one would like, and you know that kid owns that toy, and the kid without it wants to play with it, and the kid with the toy you know says no this is mine like I'm not sharing basically. And then that kid becomes so upset as to, like, attack the other kid because he won't share. I think that when people reach that point of their prejudice where it becomes harmful to other humans, I think that there's something that feels like it's an – I think they go into defense. And I think for them, they're feeling attacked by whatever's going on with that person that, uh, that causes their prejudice that they feel like I now need to defend myself against. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it's different. There are many different things that a person could be prejudiced about, and they all stem from a vast array of experiences. But I think that overall, that that's what it is. That yeah. the person feels attacked by whatever way that you are, and so I now need to defend myself in this way, which is now harmful to you. Right. Um. Even more interesting question. Okay. And I like how you answered that one. Um. Because um, I, I see it that way. Um, but here's what I really wonder. Okay. At what point does it become, um, at, at what point are we treading on territory that infringes upon the rights of another person? You know, like with our prejudices. Okay. You know, because I think a lot of our prejudices are subconscious. We don't even know we have them. And, and most people say, I'm not prejudiced against anyone. I don't. Yeah. I don't think you anyone know. crafts their own prejudice. Right. Today I'm going to dislike this thing and yeah. you know exclude people from. I'm reasons. not with it today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I I I, th- I don't think it's something we think. Well, well, well. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I like how you put it. We don't necessarily craft our own prejudices, but um, there there comes a time, you know, once it's grown and now it's in the front of our minds, mm-hmm. and you know we really believe that we're right. Mm-hmm. in hating other people for whatever reason. Um, but at what point, you know, you're talking about feeling attacked, right? Mm-hmm. And having to go on the defensive. What are we defending? Like, what are we guarding? Without thinking about it too much, ego. Yeah. Um, I wish we had like a super prejudiced person in here. To, like, tell us their point of view. Well, as a matter of fact, we do. <laughs> right here in the... No, <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, no, I... Um, Clayton Bixby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Um, pose your question again. Yeah, what was like, it exactly? Like, what are we defending? Yeah, you know, like okay. what part of us feels attacked? Yeah. I think... Maybe maybe our own rights. You mm. being the way that you are right. takes away my rights. Right. And I need to now defend my rights by taking away your rights. Yeah. So you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, you know, so. Yeah, so, but what exactly? That's not a direct answer. What is that? So, no, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but what yeah. is that? Yeah. No, you I'm know. wondering too. Um, email us. Let us know what you think. Yeah, you know, we yeah. might be wrong at gmail.com. You know, um, yeah. No E. Right. Yeah. No <laughs> E on the B. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what let me see i'm uh i'm taking a uh, theories of personality 
course right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to tap into that. We've like covered a bunch of different uh, psychologists who like covered yeah. uh, personality. Sigmund Freud, of course, yeah. uh, Carl Jung, mm-hmm. um, uh, some other people. But, you know, a lot of people talk about um, so far that I've, I've read. So just looking at, you know, what I've learned in school. Um, they all kind of talk about ego in their own way and about people's behavior stemming from a need to protect themselves in, in some way, um, to either not feel inferior, um, to protect the, the ego, to survive in, you know, in society, to feel above or in control of or to have power over. And so... I'm go- I'm going I'm going to try really hard to be in the mind of a person who's like super prejudiced, like violently prejudiced. I could do that. Go I, ahead. You do it. I, I could I could think of as the person who's violently prejudiced go against ahead. someone else. So let's say, you know, pick your prejudice and, you know, okay. that person's in the space or okay. you feel like something's being taken from you because of their existence. Okay. And and I'm just going to go way out there because yeah. this so this is going to be like very speculative, but I've been on the receiving end of this enough times because of where I'm from and all of that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to uh, try to think from the standpoint of someone who's prejudiced against black people. Okay, go ahead. You know, so that's, it's me, a black man, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, because again, I've been on the receiving end of it Mm -hmm. a lot since I was a child. So um, if I hated anybody really, but let's, let's just say black people, if I hated anybody, um, no, let's do, let's not even do black people. Let's do, um, let's do gay people. Okay. All right. Because we got, we got black and gay covered right here. Right. Yeah. Go you ahead. Know, right here <laughs> on our show. Right. So, um, what, <laughs> what is it, what would it be, um, about the gayness of another that, um, would make me just decide, hey, I hate you. Well, for one, religion. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the biggest things that, mm-hmm. you know, hold back acceptance of that. Uh, we can community. go there, but then. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> and I've been on the receiving end of, of that. Yeah. Um, you know, dirty looks and, right. and things just for existing. Okay. Um, or, you know, people telling me, you know, where I'm going to end up and, you know, stuff like so that. So I got to ask you this. Go ahead. Since you said that. Okay. Okay. Your gayness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Your <go> gayness. <laughs> and I speak to you, right? And you're going to hell, all that, right? Mm-hmm. And I tell you, going to hell for your gayness. Am I telling you this out of genuine concern for you? Or am I telling you this because I'm because I'm genuinely offended by your gayness? And when the delivery is like that, yeah. I think that it's a facade of my care for you. But so it's genuine. How do you take offense. that? M- me? Yeah. Uh, if someone was to come and do that right now, yeah. I'd find it funny because okay. it's like, wow, you're so offended by me just existing that right. you feel the need to spew this at me in right. this way. Like, man, like I, you know, I feel bad for you. <laughs> like, damn, dude, he's really going to come at me like that right. for me just exist. I'm not even like at this moment, I'm just sitting down yeah. and my appearance might strike that in you. Yeah. Um, but, but I think that at the core that that is so so many people with religion it's like they make it synonymous with their being mm-hmm. and it's like if that's attacked this thing that i hold to such a high regard 
which I'm not saying is a problem to do. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, they, you know, their religion is everything. Like you take that from them, they have no idea who they are. They have no sense of direction or, or purpose anymore. And so if someone's following the teachings of a specific religion so closely, then, you know, anything that, that um, steers away from that feels like an attack on themselves right. because they've made themselves synonymous with the teachings of this religion. Okay. So if I'm like, I like every single word in the book of my teachings is like, like that's it. Like for me, like it's all here. Right. This is all I need. This is exactly it meant the way that it's written. And then something happens. Somebody says something, somebody does something that goes against any part of that. Then now I feel like I'm attacked because I've right. made these things a part of me so much so that they almost are me. Am I making sense? I admit, yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, so it's like, so let's say that your teachings are like, you know, gay is the ultimate evil, mm -hmm. which, you know, no teachings actually say, but people make it that way. <laughs> but yeah, so then you, you find out someone is or you see someone that you appear to be um, gay, then it, it, it feels like a personal attack. Yeah. Because I've made my religion a part of my existence so much so that anything against this feels like it's attacking me. Wow. Okay. Like it's my own limb. Mm -hmm. And so I think that when people are doing that, it's like, how dare you attack me? Right. And they completely look beyond that this is just another person. Right. Like Dave Chappelle said, I'm having a human experience. Having a human experience. It's, just a, it's another human experience. <clears throat> And, you know, there's just there's a there's a closed offness mm -hmm. with that, that, you know, that it leads to. And, and of, I don't think that that's the only thing that leads to actual harm, no. though. There's something else within the actual person that causes them to become violent, to be exclusive and things like that right. as well. Because there are people who are like that, where someone being gay or whatever, that's against the way that they think life should be. Um, they feel offended by that, but they aren't violent and they right. are hurtful to people and they just kind of in themselves it's like Ugh. right but they're not outwardly like you're going to hell how dare you yeah blah, 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 blah. so and and so do you take that sort of thing as though um they're trying to be hurtful in your direction they're trying no. to hurt you no somebody's like you're going to hell with all that gayness whatever mm -hmm. you know jesus no. hates you right so do you feel like they're saying these things as an attack or to try to hurt you, like like an like a counterattack, because your gayness is like the ultimate attack on them. Mm -hmm. That this is like this counterattack that they got to hit you with. Mm -hmm. Do you recognize it as them making an attempt to hurt you? I don't. Okay. I think that there are people who you know that is their their point is mm -hmm. like intentionally to hurt. I don't think that's the vast majority. Okay. Even though it may seem that way, uh -huh. and I agree, it seems that way. Um, but I, I would say that for most people, it, they just feel so attacked mm -hmm. um, personally that they genuinely feel like they're defending themselves and themselves. their livelihood. I got you. I got That's you. a hard place to get to. That's a real hard place <laughs> to get to. Now, all right, so let's dig a little deeper, sure. just sticking with the people that try to be hurtful, okay. right? Yeah. Because I think we're, like, really going somewhere today. Yeah. Like, um, So in those cases where you do recognize if if you've ever had any experiences like this where you do recognize that somebody's trying to hurt you mm -hmm. um and i can't say you because you know you you have a kind of a, a liquidity of of mind and a, a certain nimbleness of thought 
that keeps you from being sucked in completely by your emotions. But for those who may be might be lacking in that area, um, are people offended because what was said to them was hurtful or are they offended because someone made an attempt to hurt them? Does that make sense? The people who were offended. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I'm black mm -hmm. and you tried to hurt. I mean, you're black too, but you know, no, no, you can't tell by looking at you. But like if, <laughs> uh, so if you came at me for being black, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. E, you're black, you black man, you, right? <laughs> and, and what if that offended me? I would, you know, so I'm trying to think of, as two people at one time. Am I offended by what you said because what you said was really that hurtful? Or am I offended by your attempts to hurt me? I get what you're saying. I think it can be both. Yeah. Because if, um, all right, let's say, let's say I'm gay and I don't want to be. Right. And then someone comes at me and it's like, oh, you, you know, whatever. Gazer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then I'm like, you know, I'm hurt by that. I'm offended by that. As a person who, um, who may not want to be and may be trying to stop, uh -huh. he may be like, oh, no, like I'm, I'm trying not to be like, right. I am a gazer. I don't want to be, you know, <laughs> and that can hurt. Sad gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, Mike Pence gay. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, that can hurt for that reason. Yeah. Uh, but you know, let's say I'm confident in who I am, um, mm -hmm. and you know, myself, you know, and I'm fine with who I am. I've gotten to a place where I'm comfortable and I'm like, you know, like I'm good. And then you come at me with that and I'm offended by it. It would be because you're trying to be offensive, right? Not because of what you're saying or what, you know, you're calling me out for, but because I can tell that you're trying to hurt me, I'm hurt. Gotcha. Um, that might happen more. Then, you know, the other way around with anything yeah. to be prejudiced about, not just being gay. But I think that that's, that's what it is more. But, you know, with uh, being gay, I just thought of this. I, I took um, I took the psychology of human sexuality mm -hmm. a semester ago or two semesters ago. And one of the reasons that was found and that w was studied that um, the reason that people are violent against uh, gay people a lot of the time, I don't remember the statistics, it wasn't most, but a lot of the time it was because that person was gay and was either harmed before for even appearing gay. Like maybe they had a parent who did something to them because they were gay or did something gay-like. Mm. Um, or they um, were gay and didn't want to be, or didn't want anybody to find out. And so it was like, let me attack the gays and separate myself from this community right. because now I'm an attacker of it. So right. that's no way I am because I'm on yeah. this side of it. Yeah. Or at least I won't be found out. Yeah. Right. I get that. Um, man. And so <laughs> if, 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 if you're listening people, you know, um, it's kind of like what was just said was check your response to, to things, you know, and not necessarily even judge it, but like notice it and say, wow, well, how comfortable am I, you know, just in my own skin with who I am? It's, it's gay, black, woman, Mexican, whatever, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, well, how comfortable am I with this? Like, do I accept that or do I view what I am as like a permanent underclass so that when somebody calls me on it, do I take that like like that's offensive? No matter how they mean it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think um, like I'm totally good with the idea that I'm bald, right? Yeah. I have no hair on my head. And if somebody's like, okay, perfect. I had a kid in my class 
this was like maybe three, two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I had to set them straight. And you know, I'm like pretty quick, like when it comes to kids or whatever. Yeah. And um, he was like, you know, with your bald headed ass is what he said to me. And I was like, you fat turtle back, cheesy heroes and a half shell Donald tallow looking fat Nick, you know, and I'd like really like cut him up real bad. Right. Yeah. And he shut up because I, I, I touched the part of him. I think that didn't accept that, you know what I mean? That didn't want to be whatever that wasn't comfortable with that, mm-hmm. you know, and people really, and it's because the kid had exposed himself, you know, like, well, if I can talk about somebody's outward appearance, I know how that would make me feel. Yeah. So it has to make the teacher feel bad because he's really trying to cut me. And I had to yeah. really cut him back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, oh, well, then let's talk about each other, <laughs> you know. Um, but I'm totally comfortable with the yeah. fact that, you know, that I'm bald. In fact, I shave my head, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. I think I'm sexy bald with a bald choice. head, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like I totally embrace it. It's not like it's a it's a bad thing in my, you know, in my, so I don't, I don't see like, bald dudes as, as being less of anything than mm-hmm. a dude with a full head of hair because I could just grow my hair you know what I mean mm-hmm. but um, we should check you know like really how we view our attackers or how we view their attacks is what I got from what you said you know yeah. just in being comfortable you know with who you are yeah I think that that's really what you know saves you from the hurt of someone attempting mm-hmm. to be offensive right um, and I'm not saying the complete responsibility of preventing or <laughs> saving yourself from prejudice is on the victim's end. No. But as a victim of it, um, as the person on the receiving end of hate like that, it does help to just, you know, to put in that work of, like, do I like myself? Am I right. okay that I am this way? And even the things that might not be um, generally likable to mm-hmm. be like, well, I am this way. I do accept it because it's me. And so, you know, whatever. It's kind of like create your own armor to be okay with yourself and to like yourself the way that you are. Because for someone to try to attack it, it's like, you know, well, I like that. So, you know, that means nothing to me. It's like, um, wow. It's like, um, it's really, really brief telling of the story of David and Goliath. Yeah. You know, when he took out Goliath, he was going to go down and fight him. and, and, And the king gave... David, who was a little kid, you know, his young boy, probably like Trey's age or, you know, and he says, yeah, um, here, kid, you can wear my armor. You know, he tries to give him his stuff, you know, his weapons and everything. And, and David's like, nah, I'm good. You know, I got a slingshot and I'm dope with it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, it, I, I, I like what you said, like you can't wear somebody else's armor. You know what I mean? Like you got to, and it doesn't fit me. <clears throat> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I'm good with this. Go down here and get some smooth rocks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> good with yeah. these joints, you know. Um, but just being good with that. Yo, I'm not big enough to wear that armor. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm good. I'm not offended. Like, it works for you, dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, being being comfortable in yourself, I think that's something that we all, I think, owe it to ourselves to check. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, then we have the choice to say, well, do I deal with the fact that this person attacked me or am I dealing with the hurt of their attack? You know, and if you do, then it's like, okay, well, you know, accept the fact that you're dealing with the hurt of their attack, but then how about you look at it? You know, yeah. you look at it, accept it and look at it and say, okay, well, well, why is that? 
you know, how do I really view what it is they attacked? Mm -hmm. You know, or is that some part of myself that they spoke on because they don't like it? And because I don't like it either, it really hurt. But you know what? Like, I'm super pigeon-toed, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't like it for a long time. And I realized I couldn't do anything about it. It's like, well, call it out all you want. Yeah. Good with that. Yeah. And it's it's always going to be that way. Yeah, you've gotten complimented on it. I've gotten lots of compliments <laughs> on it. <laughs> My wife loves it. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, I, I kind of, just from this part of our discussion, you know, it's yeah. like, yo, walk away with, you know, just embrace it. I um I led one of our staff meetings when I was a preschool teacher. Mm -hmm. We had monthly staff meetings. And there was one day I had stayed after school or after work. I don't know. It's weird right. when you work at a school. It's, it's like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I was doing homework. Um, it was an interpersonal uh, community. It was, it was my diversity awareness course, but the topic at the time was um, interpersonal communication, okay. but specifically when dealing with diversity. And uh, one of the directors at the school uh, saw what I was reading and he was like, you know, talking about the other director. He was like, she would really like this. Um, would you mind talking about that at the next meeting? And I'm like, yeah, not at all. I love this kind of stuff. And I, you know, I wouldn't mind talking about it. So I printed it out. Um, well, no, I emailed it to our director and she printed it out uh, for everyone to listen to. And I led that staff meeting. And I was basically talking about how to communicate with the children and with the parents in a way that it's, um, you know, it's effective and everyone can leave the conversation feeling like they got what they, you know, needed to get. And one of my main points of that was to not take anything personally. And I tried really hard to drive home the point that um, it's not possible for someone to personally attack you because it's coming from them. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so... You know, I I personally think that anything that someone tries to throw at me or try to hurt me with is coming from some kind of hurt within themselves. I'm not saying that excuses it mm -mm. Um, or that I might not become offended by it. I'm still subject to that. But that if I am able to calm down and if I have the room to think about where that's coming from and how I should feel about it, then I, you know then I can recognize that that's coming from something within them that they need to work on. And I'm going to move on with my life now. I'm not going to sit here and dwell on this or allow this to uh, control my emotions for any period of time because it's coming from them. So it can't be about me. Right. It's just not possible. No one can attack me coming from me. Only I can do that. <laughs> and so if I do find myself hurt by something, then I need to look inside of myself and find out, you know, where that hit, why that hurt so much. Mm. And I need to heal whatever needs to be healed because it's going to happen again. <clears throat> right. And so that's my work to do. I dig it. Totally dig it. So let's go here. Because mm -hmm. um, we were talking about a couple of things. Like we were talking about folks who are prejudiced against black people, against gay people, against women, against immigrant, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so... I want to go back to questioning um, the point where it, uh, our existence as different types of people with different ideas and different ideals and um, where, where, where's that, um, 
I don't know, where, where's the dangerous territory where we begin to, in just being ourselves, begin to infringe upon the rights of other people? Like, what is that? Um, like, everybody's asking for, <laughs> everybody's asking for something. Like, it's almost cool to be on team oppressed, right? Like, everybody's oppressed. You know what I mean? Like, um, whether, whether we're talking about black people, whether we're talking about, it's, it's almost like, um, this is going to sound weird, and I don't care how it sounds, but it's almost like um, some people look at, just like with everything, with, with, um, with art, you know, whether it's music, whether it's, you know, whatever. Um, I think that other people look at black people and say, wow, that's so cool. I know how that sounds, but wow, that's so cool. Like whether it was like, think about jazz or think about rock and roll, think about all these other things. And, and it's almost like being oppressed, you know, like trauma, you know, like has become cool so much so that other people want to replicate being on team traumatized. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yo, you may disagree with that. We might be wrong <laughs> at Gmail. You know what I mean? No E after the B, but it's almost like, Everybody wants to be like, yo, I'm oppressed. I'm hurt too. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, well, because oppressed people seem to be getting ahead, I think. Okay. So, you ahead. feel me? You feel exactly. I mean, yeah, that, that's it. Um, I want to seem like I'm getting ahead too. Yeah. Let or, me find something to be oppressed about. Right. Like, you have, like, you have white folks, you have black folks, you have, you have all these people and like in further um, divisiveness, everybody's weighing their laurels against each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, look at my oppression resume, you know? <laughs> well, for the last three years, my people have been, it's like, what? Get, you, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I have to say a lot of beautiful things were born out of the oppression of black people. You know, some of the most beautiful art, you know, uh, and I keep coming back to music because music is my thing, no, I get it. you yeah. know, but some of the most beautiful stuff, you know, artistically has come out of, you know, uh, pain and suffering, you know, of us as a people. It's like when, when Dave Chappelle was talking about Clifford, mm -hmm. you know, it was like and they come in and they shoot him, but the bullets don't kill him because he's a giant. They don't they don't even hurt him. They just break his heart. And, you know, Clifford right away, it, I saw immediately Clifford was like, um, you know, this, this, this um, picture of blacks as a people, you know, like all of the garbage that's like come our way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's only been enough to make us cry. It's never stopped us. You know what I mean? And we continue to still act and, and speak and create with with such class and dignity. Remember he said the dude had a voice that he could call on the phone and get a reservation at any restaurant. Yeah. But the moment that they saw him, so this man must have been very well spoken, very well, uh, you know, articulated and all of that. But as soon as they saw him, it's like, no, you're not getting in here. Mm -hmm. And the worst thing they can do is break this dude's heart, which speaks to the strength of these people. And everybody wants to replicate strength, you know, and, and, and rudeness, it's like the weak person's imitation of strength any damn way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're just seeing all these people like just be rude to each other and take turns and say, well, my people are suffering at the hands of your people and women are being oppressed by men. And, you know, and we could do it all day, you know, and, and really honestly, 
there's some truth on all sides. Mm-hmm. There's some truth on all sides. But at what point, or at what point does it just become stupid? You know, I think it already did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but and that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. you know, well, when was that? You know, and and how the hell did everybody miss it? Well, you know, what I think the root of the problem is mm-hmm. is that there was a point in time where we divided everybody up into different categories for different things. And then we decided which divisions were more popular. All right. We've put you into this group, your group's number one. Somebody decided that and, you know, and got a lot of people to agree with them and we never stopped doing that. Right. And I think that, um, that really, I'm not even going to say for some reason, because I understand the reason it just, it just doesn't make sense, but we divided people, told which groups of people were were best, uh-huh. and we rode with that. Right. And really, the things that make us different don't matter that much. And we're not as different as so many people think that we are, as just humans. I'm just talking right. about being a person. Gotcha. Um, we're not Having that different. Experience. There, there isn't, yeah, there isn't anything that, uh, uh, okay. It's always, I'll, I'm finding myself, I'm trying to avoid generalizing. But, but I might be wrong. But yeah, there isn't anything that's like biologically different about us, like objectively. Right. Because my skin's this color, your skin's that color, your gender is this, my gender is that, my sexual preferences are this, I have this, I don't have, like all of that stuff. We aren't actually that much different because of that. Uh-huh. Like we look different, but we're not actually that different. We're not different kinds of people because you're more brown than I am. Right. <clears throat> but we think we are. Right. Or we like to think we are so that we can showcase our strength for it not being that way right. or for being this way, like you're saying. Yeah. Um, and it's still your right to not like me because of it. Yeah, it is. You may do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The power is with, uh, not the power, the problem is when so many people agree with that, though. Yeah. When so many people agree that you deserve to be punished for liking someone the same sex as you. Or for, you know, being this skin color. For speaking this way. Yeah. And, you know, we're touching on the same, like, kind of things that people tend to be prejudiced about. But um, it, it's so many things. Uh-huh. Um, I'm acknowledging that there are many other things that people get excluded for and discriminated against for. It's It's been stupid. Since someone decided we're all going to separate these people and treat them differently because of those separations that we've created, that was stupid. And why do you believe that is? Like, why do you believe the separations anyway? For power. Boom. I was thinking you might have said something different from what I was thinking. No, you didn't. for power, yeah. Yeah. No, I recognize that. A lot of people don't, though, I don't think, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like, hey, let's stay at war with those folks. Let's mm-hmm. stay at war with those people. Like, OK, so I was when when I was checking out responses to the closer. Right. And again, personally, I thought the closer was great. I thought his ideas were very well put together. I thought it was delivered beautifully. I thought it was funny. Um, and I didn't miss the big point. You know, it was a big point. That said, um, people, we have to work together. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we want the same things, you know. And it's okay for us to not agree or or to even, um, 
let's let's not even go there. Let's make it a little deeper. It's okay for somebody else to have a problem with, you know, like everybody didn't have to be cool with what you do. You know, everybody had to be cool with it. You know, I I, I like um, one part in particular where it says the lady followed him in the mall. It's like, I believe you hate women. Mm -hmm. And his response was, well, I don't believe I feel that way. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I feel yeah, that way. Yeah, I remember you said that. And it, it's not like he totally went up against her and said, no, I don't feel it. It was like, well, I don't believe I feel that way. But ma'am, it's art, and you're free to interpret it any way that you want. Mm-hmm. But as the creator of that art, I don't believe I feel that way. I was like, this is a dope answer. And I don't even think that the strength that he displayed in saying that way, saying it that way, or even the thoughtfulness, you know, required to say it that way. I don't even think it was even appreciated no, in the moment. Either. You no, know what I mean? No, I think that part was overlooked. Yeah. Um, and even when <laughs> when he said, and I've had this thought, and I, I've talked with my wife about this, and he was like, I don't hate uh, the gay community. I don't hate the LGBTQ. They keep adding letters, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and we go there, too. That's another thing altogether, <laughs> you know, because I wonder sometimes, like, like, you just dump all these people with all these different ideas and ideals and who are traveling in, in directions that, as, you know, speaking objectively, are different. And just saying we're going to put you all in the same bucket and just call you the same community. I always took that as weird, you know. And, and I've asked before, would I be offended if somebody said, well, all of yous. We're just going to put all of yous together and say that you are one community, you know, hmm. um, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's 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 not my problem to have either. But <laughs> you know, just objectively, I'm like, really, just we're gonna say all these non-traditional, non-hetero people, we're gonna make you all the same and just put you in a bucket and call it a community. Hmm. You know, I, I think that's a little weird, or uh, I think it's even somewhat dismissive. But again, it's not my issue to have. But I think um, what dude was saying was, you know, so here we have. These people who say, I like lost my <laughs> my thought, but. um, He said, I don't believe that I feel that I way. I don't believe I feel that way, you know, but <clears throat> he said, I don't hate. He said, I don't hate anybody. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm not even indifferent to the suffering of other people. He mm-hmm. said, um, I'm actually jealous of you guys because that movement's going so well, <laughs> you know. And as a black man, I'm like, yo. How have these people done so well when we've been in this predicament for hundreds of years? You know, and I like that he just shared the fact that he had that question. And I wonder if asking that question sparked any conversation in the homes of the people who watched it and said, you know, that's true. How is that? Is it that these people are way better organized? Is it what is it exactly you know, is something being allowed to happen here, you know, that might not be allowed to happen on that side? And if so, what is being allowed to happen and why? You know, just things like that. So I, I thought there were, there were a lot of open-ended questions that left it up to people to, but I, I think people missed so much of it because they were just offended. You know, they were just really offended. He's talked about people in their brittle spirits. Yeah, <laughs> well, know? people have got some brittle spirits. Right, <laughs> right. It's, and and so that goes right back to the thing we're talking about. You know, well, are you offended because of what was said or are you offended because you take it as an attack on you? And did you listen to the whole thing? 
did you watch it from top to bottom? Mm-hmm. And then as opposed to just taking sound bites and, and just, you know, playing it out of context. I, I don't have a problem with, you know, if somebody says, hey, well, here's the reason I hate black people. I could sit down. If you were a racist white man, I could sit down and talk with you. And I'd be like, well, what is it about us you hate so much? Well, talk to me about that. Well, what happened? Who told you that? You know, there has to be some genuine dialogue, you know, where people can be objective and say, okay, well, let me hear what it is you have to say. Because we're not, (laughs) this is a black man talking, we have no place to go like in the physical war with white people. We're just not ready to do that, you know. And I don't know if there's ever going to come a time because, I mean, hell, they make all the guns and all the bullets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, and, and then we're outnumbered on top of that, you know. But so that adds a suicide mission, you know, right then and there. And so I wish that my folks would be less um, emotional and say, hold up. There's got to be a way to fix this. Now, of course, I'll admit the table is tilted. The game is rigged. You know, I know that and I acknowledge that 100 percent. But, you know, we can't go killing ourselves either, you know, in the name of what, you know. Um, But I think if I mean, there's never going to come a time where like the king of all black people is going to sit down with the king of all white people. And it's never going to we're going to discuss a treaty between our nations. That's never going to happen. But. If if somebody who hates black people is listening, uh, you can email us at we might be wrong at Gmail. That's we might be with no E wrong at Gmail. Like I'd like, w- would you entertain somebody like that coming on? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Just want to yeah. hear from you. Yeah. If they're just like willing to just sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Definitely. Or you hate gays. Yeah. I'd love to know why. You know, or, or anything. If you have hate in your heart, you can come here and let that hate out. <laughs> you know, so as long as we can do it nonviolently. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> go ahead, you know. No, that was good. I um, I would, I would definitely entertain that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've I've heard a man go ew in response to I'm gay, and it was like, oh man, how old are you, dude? <laughs> what do you mean ew? But like, what about you was so disgusted by that? <laughs> was it general gayness? Was it that this particular person is gay? <laughs> General game. <Yeah. laughs> <Yo. laughs>